0: Welcome back to another episode of about cast. I miss you guys so much. this is your host Jordan. Uh, sorry for the delay and the little break as far as uh, you know regularly scheduled episodes uh, we kind of ran into a technical difficulty that jeopardized our quality and since our commitment is the utmost top tier quality, we did not want to compromise for you guys and we wanted to keep this on the up and up Julian how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, we might
1: have gone over three, on uh, two for last week and it we might've recorded one before this with the wrong microphone input for me. So we're, uh, we're rolling with it. We're really excited for this one. We've pivoted pretty quick and I think it's going to be a, a funny, uh, loopy, but hopeful podcast. But before we jump into the topic, Jordan, I want to hear from you. What is your favorite movie that you've
0: seen in the past couple years? In the past couple of years, dude, that's a tough question. Um, I haven't been in the loop as much as recent movies. Um, but I would say that one of my favorites, man, in past couple of years, like, ah, dude, past couple of years. I don't even know if you could count Django Unchained as in the past couple of years. That was probably, well, almost 10 years ago, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I would say that, wow, that's a tough one. Well, why do you ask? I'm curious.
1: <laughs> I was just, just feeling it out, warming it up, you know. Uh, I'm seeing what type of relationship you had with your movies or how you might be feeling them out at this current time. But for an example, if I was going to say a favorite movie that I have seen um, recently or in the past couple of years was uh, I liked Us or Get Out by Jordan Peele, both very
0: solid. Good, good move. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I guess that is actually a perfect segue into kind of what we're going to be talking about today, in the fact of, you know, what me and Julian have as far as skill sets in this particular area are quite different. Um, Yeah, Julian, relationship guy, has a very successful relationship for multiple years. Me, freelancing, like nobody's business, and so our skill sets are quite interesting as far as dates. And, you know, relationship health goes. So we're going to fly it off the cuff. And the reason that I probably haven't seen a lot of movies recently is because one of my top 10 picks is to never go on a movie date with a girl that you've just met. But more of that after the break. Welcome to the world of
1: dating. Maybe you're in a relationship. Maybe you're not. Maybe you just like hearing us talk, and maybe this is going to help you in other portions of your life, which is possible. And as Jordan said, uh, today we're just going to be kind of throwing out some of our dating do's and do nots, and maybe this will help you down the road, or maybe it will give you a little laugh because you've tried it before.
0: Exactly. Um, So without further ado, I think uh, I'll like throw down some tips as far as dating goes, and we'll evolutionarily go towards kind of like your skill set, long-term relationship, all that good stuff, seeing the in-laws, things that you're good at, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> and I think,
1: I think I, if we're gonna start this out with a bang, Jordan, I think, uh, I think you'll be the perfect person to start out with your first recommendation of dating advice.
0: My first recommendation of dating advice, uh, and this is gonna sound corny because it's the recommendation for any advice, is know what you want and be yourself when trying to get it, and the reason why is because it's super easy to, I mean, everyone does it, I do it on first dates, and even when I'm starting to get to know somebody, I, I call it the representative, and so what the representative is, is the guy that, he's a PR guy, uh, and so he comes out in a nice suit with a, you know, bright smile, and says, hey, you know what, that's actually a great question, and here's how I'm going to answer it perfectly. Or you know, wow, that's isn't it a beautiful day? Oh no, that puddle didn't bother me at all. I just kind of stepped in it. You know, little things in life, right? Uh, so, PR guy, that's the representative, and you want to make sure that you are being as real as you can, and maybe not even bring out the representative sometimes. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, and I think if historically, if you look at older couples from the sixties and seventies and the way it's portrayed in movies, is often People get in a relationship because so and so is the quarterback, or so and so is the cool guy, or this, that, and the third. And I think realistically, depending on what you're looking for, if you're looking for a long-term relationship, um, or you're looking for intermediary, that's where you kind of make that decision. But I think you know more often than not, long-term, you're not going to be able to hold up the representative for this persona for a very, very long time. It's better be a straight shooter out of the gate. Um, you know, there's definitely some things you can dial back on, on the first couple of dates, but as time goes on, you might, um, suggest some things that you're interested in, whether that is heavily being interested in sports or heavily interested, interested in music or anime or woodworking, photography, et cetera, that lets your natural hobbies that you personally enjoy show and find out if that person accepts or you know, agrees with that nature, because at the end of the day, and this may be morbid, but you're going to pass on alone and you may pass a legacy down. But if you aren't happy in your relationship because you are hiding your own interest to make someone else happy, it's not a healthy relationship. And that's the end of that story.
0: Yeah. And I think that that speaks in more than one way. When I say kind of like be you, uh, one thing that I think is kind of magnetic regardless of who you are is passion. And so when you are trying to find somebody and be magnetic to the people that you want to, like, you know, come to you and be around you, as far as your dating scene, passion is one of the first things that I think is attractive. It kind of, you know, it's, it's a thing that brightens up people's eyes when you start talking about X, Y, or Z. And then also on top of that, it shows like, you know, you get to show what you're excited about, what you're skilled at possibly, and share why that is. And in that way, you're teaching somebody this, a certain thing. And then you're also showing how, you know, what you're passionate about and showing them about yourselves as well. Exactly.
1: And I think that comes with my first do not tip, you know, we're going to flip it around here, is in this dating world, I don't think you ever want to dominate the conversation or the situation or the event with yourself. I mean, first of all, it's selfish, whether you're on a date or with your friends, you never want to be the person who only talks about themselves, or always pivots the conversation to reflect their interests or one up someone. It's really about finding that balance and going deeper into learning more about that person and, you know, finding that, that relationship, because it's pretty easy to be nervous and say, someone's like, Oh, you know, I met, um, the local comedian. And then, then you come back like, Oh, well, I met Michael Jordan. You don't want to be that guy. I think, There's always interest and fun and curiosity by digging deeper. Someone's like, oh, I met the local comedian. You might say, oh, where did you meet him? that? Oh, do you like going to comedy shows? And then you can reflect and say, oh, I really enjoy this comic. Have you seen their stand up? You know, that's a very specific example, but it's a good way to balance the conversation and kind of play on those interests. So it isn't a very like cut and dry question, answer, pivot, question, answer, pivot, and all these different areas where it flows naturally. And you can really find out someone's personality or find out, you know, what your goal is during that conversation.
0: Yeah, I think that's smart. Um, And like really true down to the essence of it is that, you know, you'll start acting that way or Feel like anxious or awkward when you feel pressure, and the pressure comes from inside. You wanting this to be a good interaction or a good, you know, a good time for both of you guys, regardless if it's a group date or just a one on one thing. Um, and truly, what helps with that is just no pressure, man. Like, there's absolutely no pressure to do anything. The only pressure, the only expectation is to have a good time. And that should be something that comes naturally without pressure or anything like that. And another thing to kind of uh, ward off um, the like choppy conversation as far as interview style is instead of asking like Julian kind of prefaced or implied, you know, like yes or no questions, um, ask like, you know, how, why, um, you know, those type of questions. So for instance, if I said, um, you know, yeah, I just recently moved over to London from the States. Uh, and if, if somebody asked me, oh, uh, do you like it here? Yeah. I could just respond with yeah. And then move on. Or it could be like, oh, like, how are you finding it? I feel like it's a lot different. Just that simple shift opens me up to talking about how emotionally I feel or how I felt and stepping through that. And it gives for a lot more vibrant conversations than kind of you would think initially if it was a yes or no question. I, I agree. i
1: I don't think in any situation interview style ever really works well, unless you're the interviewee for a, a financial job. Um, I think at the end of the day, whether it's your first date or your third date, these are very small increments of your time. And at the end of the day, there's always something to gain or learn from it. And I think the more you you are back to the you know being yourself makes things a lot easier because during the course of that date, you might find out, hey, actually in my future dates, I don't like this type of personality or these type of people. Um, and that works the same on girls and guys side of things. Whoever's leading the conversation or initiating the, com- the the date, that's how it rolls. But Jordan, you actually touched on a very interesting topic a little bit before, um, going into the yes or no questions is group dates. What are your thoughts on a, a group date?
0: Dude, I think that group dates, um, are a really good opportunity to kind of um show kind of like illustrate how you kind of work with more than one people like one more than one person how you like how easy you can make friends if these are new people um yeah or like how good you are as like a team player um the one thing though that i wouldn't necessarily recommend if you're with your date and you guys haven't had like you know a couple times just to get to know each other then i think group dates get a little more kind of like t- like tighter in the sense of you you don't know this person and you really want to get to know them but then there's other people that you want to get to know too or like work around or you know have groups conversation with and group conversation is a great thing um to kind of be participating in because you learn a lot about people and, and like quickly but if it's more like wow this person seems so great and i want to get to know them don't stress about doing group dates or I would recommend don't do group dates anytime soon, you know, and granted people get to know each other at varying rates depending on the person, the personality, the situation, but I would just kind of avoid it for the first three times or so. And once you feel comfortable, like after the fourth date, um, then I would say like, yeah, go for it if you feel up for it. But some people aren't really too interested, but coming from, coming from the freelance freelance McGee over here, but Julian, I'm curious about yourself. How... Uh, I don't do group dates. And <laughs> yeah, Why is that? How do you feel about group uh, dates, Julian?
1: Well, obviously my situation's different, um, but in general, if alter ego, um, Julian Jr. was out on the prowl, I just don't, I don't know, group dates are hard, and like you said, until later down the road, I would say maybe five or six times down the road where you actually know you're comfortable with that person, Because one, as soon as you meet their friends, and it's usually their close friends, it can be pretty strong if you don't like their friends and it's instantly like, this is the people I'm always going to be around. Um, And that can be a huge turnoff to some people, even though you really enjoy the company of a certain person. You really want to make sure that with that significant other, that you are comfortable with them at that point in time before meeting their friends, because sometimes their friends are complete opposites of the person you're on a date with and meeting them in person can be really aggressive and intimidating um or it could you know just bring out a complete other side of your significant other or the person you're on a date with at that point in time so um it can i think over time sure but i think uh it's just yeah it takes time group dates take time anyways on to the next jordan I would like to hear your next tip of advice for the young dater, male or female on the market.
0: Um, My next tip, and I'm going to reference the tip that I said or mentioned before, is the movie one. And then I'll go into a deeper one. But the movie one truly is and simply just it's the worst place to display personality, um, characteristics, the things that you're interested in, and obviously uh, get to know your date. And just because it's like the antithesis of communication, learning about somebody, because you're just watching a screen and um, you know, there's different places and different times. Yeah. Maybe there's a really cool movie, but I would just say that for your homies and then go do something interesting, go to an art gallery, do do something where, you know, this person will have to think not just like, you know, you can drinks are fine because it's easy. It's simple. You might have a smooth ass spot and you might know everybody. So you can come across cool, That's cool. But if you can do something that's a little bit more interesting, like go to an art gallery, um, or like go like nowadays, it's closer to this time over here, do like Christmas light, like walking around, looking at lights, Um, you know, those type of things that I would say I would recommend doing um, because they're a little bit more interesting and you'll kind of, the date will be more eventful. But to go back to like kind of a deeper down thing that I will do religiously, for every single date is I get in a good mood first. And the way that I get in a good mood is like listen to the, my some of my favorite music um, or this is one thing that I love to do now is I'll listen to like a comedy routine before I go on dates and it instantly gets me in a good mood because I'm laughing and I'm smiling and it kind of It gives me interesting ideas to think about, not in the fact of, oh, let me just copy whatever this guy said or this person said, the comedian, but in the way of, wow, I never thought of it that way. Um, And just kind of like gets your brain in kind of a more of a social, social mode. And I think that that's super helpful because um, you'll not always be feeling 100% on your game, on your way to a date, or even like, you know, it varies and you can't control it all the time, but that is a way that I can definitely get into a better mood almost instantly, and so I would recommend that if you're having trouble um, kind of getting into that date mode and being super social, I would recommend listening to some good music, and possibly reading some jokes, or even like a comedy skit of your favorite comedian, and that will kind of set you up for a really solid introduction to your date.
1: I agree. I think that is a very unique piece of advice that people don't often see or hear. And I think it'll put them in a a good position to be um, glass half full optimism at that point in time. And before Jordan and I uh, give you our final big tips, we will take a break and we'll catch you shortly after cooler than the other side of the pillow our audience is this is about cast hosted by julian and jordan uploaded weekly we'd love if you guys rated us shared us liked our podcast followed it did anything you want because we're here for you we appreciate your support now let's get back into the
0: content whoa didn't see you there you're actually wow you're stunning um i apologize because i know you're on your way of doing something but i just had to introduce myself my name is jordan from aboutcast and if you mind i would love to get your opinion on our podcast um just kind of a just messing around guys um but yeah i would love your opinion on this podcast you guys are stunning um but without further ado some you know last pieces of advice the last you know my go-to tool or thought or idea for kind of dating in my aspect of like, you know, getting to know somebody is be honest, be truthful and kind of, you know, if you're feeling something, if you're feeling great, good about this person, great. You're feeling good. But the reason why I say this is because, you know, everyone knows that when dating and getting to know somebody, it's just like a really like, wow, like, this person's great, um, they're so interesting, X, Y, and Z. Um, but I think that open communication is the key to any working relationship, regardless of how long you've been seeing this person or what it's at what capacity. So I believe, I'm a big, firm supporter of just saying, saying how you feel and truly just embracing it in your own sense. And granted, don't say, yeah, I really feel like I could... Uh, Like, you know, like, yeah, I'm into doing something extra weird, but more of the fact of just say how you feel.
1: I think that's a, that's a good standard for communication channels. I think it puts you at ease. There's no guilt there. You're not hiding anything. It's not going to come back to bite you in the ass. It's no sort of karma. Um, it helps stay true to yourself and also helps you understand the person you're on a date with and their reaction, and their personal philosophies on different topics when you're honest.
0: Yeah, no, that's truly it. And so I'm curious, man, how have you made it work so long? What is your final takeaway piece for how do I get a relationship like you and your lady have?
1: Uh, I think my biggest advice is in terms of when you're going on dates or dating. I think the goal isn't so to speak, dating. I think the goal is friendship, right? And I think in those cases, you're looking for someone you're compatible with as a friend. Um, and then, you know, a relationship or a partner or significant other, because if you're going on a date, just because someone is attractive or has wealth or status, and in the back of your mind, you know, you would never be friends with that person. I had, don't understand how you think that's gonna benefit long-term without annoyance, aggravation, fights, etc. cetera. But if you can understand during that time with that person that they are truly your friend or you can develop that friendship for long-term, you're gonna be in a better spot than the person strictly dating for status quo or what the Joneses are saying, as the saying goes, to meet other people's expectations. Because like I said, if you aren't friends with someone, but you're dating them, are you really dating them? Or are you just trying to build up yourself to be in that image?
0: So uh, truly at the essence of, uh, you know, you want to be with somebody like, you know, how they quintessentially say like, oh, yeah, I'm dating my best friend. Uh, It seems like that's the advice that you're giving is make sure that you truly connect with this person, not on kind of the like more of a platonic level. At the foundation of something that is uh, more carnal, so to speak.
1: Right, and that's—I mean—that's a long-term, a long-term advice tip, so to speak. Obviously, in the current generation of social media and the Tinders, the Bumbles, hey, the Grinders, hey, the whatever's out there, Farmers Meet,
0: Farmer black Meet, Black
1: Singles dot <laughs> yeah, com, Black People Meet. <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's always different goals that you can achieve and that, you know, figuring out your goals we touched on the first part, if it's meeting up with someone one time, if it's meeting up with someone long term, understanding or developing where you wanna be with that, the purpose of that date can also make a huge impact.
0: Yeah, very well said. I hope you guys, you know, came out of this with something. Um, and if you kind of like this type of podcast or type of subject um, let us know and we'll be more than happy to do both. I think that Julian and I have a really good kind of a amalgamation of skill set as far as what he's done, uh, you know, and re- is really good at. I haven't done so much of and what I've done and am really good at, I don't think he's done it so much of. So it gives a really, really good base and foundation for two perspectives leading into one kind of really cool philosophy. But yeah, thank you guys once again, um, you know, for supporting us we love the love and we love giving it back to you
1: we appreciate it guys as always reach out to us if you're using anchor shoot us a voice message if you're on twitter um, aboutcast podcast if you want to email us the aboutcast at gmail.com um, we love your support we love doing this we're going to bring you quality and we're trying our best but with that being said we'll catch you guys next time